Hi, this is Boris Vallejo, and you are listening to the Marvel Car Collectors Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards, the bountiful and gracious Noren Rad. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in. As ever, we've tried to start this podcast a number of times, and uh, we're, we're having so much fun that it, it takes a little bit of time for us to get off the ground. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. Um, also helps that it's Friday evening here in the UK, and I have a nice big glass of Montepulciano. So, cheers, Norin. Cheers. I'm not sure what time it is where you are, but it's, it's always it's, after five o'clock somewhere. It's absolutely. Mm. Exactly. So... Um, we um we were actually going to record a couple of hours ago. Uh, what happened? Got me. Somebody <laughs> was late. What a jerk! Did, I don't did know who someone... that guy was. <laughs> someone was watching. I don't remember what I was watching. I dozed off because I had a horrible earache, only to find out an hour later that I missed uh, our uh, standing appointment podcasting uh... time. Never mind. I love you dearly, but you're such an old woman. You had I'm a nanny such, nap in the middle of the I day. I napped on the couch during a movie. I think it was an action. I don't even know what I was watching. It was something on Netflix that auto-played. And I was like, all right, sure. And I knocked out. I don't even remember uh, what it was. Uh, Netflix will do that for you. Netflix mm-hmm. is, is uh, NyQuil um, for many. So, yeah, that clearly works. <laughs> NyQuil um, for, I might have actually been watching IT Crowd. I think that's what I was oh. watching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. I love that's IT Crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so um, before we get on to what I want to talk about this week, what are you hunting for this week? Because you, you were posting earlier on. I thought it'd be quite a nice idea to talk about that because I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, you're talking about the sell sheet? I am. Uh, yeah, so, okay. So two things I was looking for, and I'll let you guys know because this won't come out for a couple of weeks now or a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should be yeah. a couple of weeks. Gives me time to hunt for this without you guys trying to buy it first. Hey, listen, um, we can always <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> joking around. Um, so there's two things. One, the sell sheet you saw, which was from Marvel Universe 1994. Um, basically, I'm trying to get all the promotion material that featured any kind of Silver Surfer card. Makes sense. So if Makes there's sense. a purchase, yeah. So I'm only missing two pieces, and that's this one, the Marvel Universe 1994. All the other ones, I'm pretty sure I'm not missing anything else other than that. And the thing I did have once before, which I sold, which I regret, is the yeah. 1996 Marvel Masterpiece sell sheet. Oh. I know I had it. I should not have sold it, but I was trying to hunt for, I think, 2016 Marvel Masterpiece Surfers, and I need an extra $100 buff in order to buy something. So no regrets there. But, you know, and now the second thing I'm really hunting for, which I'm thinking about, I don't know if I'm going to do it, is the 1996 Marvel Masterpiece set. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know. I've always wanted to go go in full ham on one set, just one. You know, 
and it might be the 96 Marvel Masterpiece. I don't know. I know it's impossible. I know they're ridiculously hard to get, but gives me something to have in the meanwhile while I'm hunting for Surfer. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, I think I'm about two thirds of the way through that set. That's awesome. Kind of, yeah. But I've not, I've literally not touched it for five years plus. I've not. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've kind of been focusing on other things, but it's kind of there and, uh, and every now and then I look at it. Um, mainly for the photographs that I take for the daily masterpieces on the group. And on All right. Instagram. Awesome. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of looking through and I'm thinking, Oh, how many cars do I need? Maybe 25, 30. It's not a, it's not a big set. No, um, there's, there's hundred, hundred base. Um, and yeah, it was a hundred base, I think, cause that's 99 on the checklist. Um, the cell sheet is, I don't know if the cell sheet, um, because I scanned it, and we have that in our group. So if you guys want a nice, nice, really big image of that cell sheet, we have that somewhere in the group in one of the posts or somewhere. Um, I did that before I sold it because <laughs> I, I didn't know if I'd ever see it again. Um, I have to say, if, if I'd known you were selling it, <laughs> I'd have probably bought it. I'm an idiot. I've not seen it once before or since. Four, four people hit me up immediately when I mentioned wow. it, just casually. Wow four people jumped on it and at one point I wasn't and then I couldn't sell it because someone had given it to me and then they didn't care Mm -hmm. I sent it back to the person they were like no sell it for me and it just became such a mess and you know whatever you know whatever it ended up being its own thing um so the sell sheet I'm looking at you have 54 base legacy ads all the way up, gets it all the way to 72, oh, 84, and then Genesis adds it all the way to 100, and the 100's the yeah. checklist. So, That's yeah. Right. And right. then the gallery pieces are eight. Six of those. Well, the double... Well, double impact is six. Double impact, there's six. Right, so the cell sheet's actually incorrect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the cell sheet that, they, that, that I had was incorrect. Um, it, it doesn't even have Surfer as the double exposed, so that's pretty interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It does show that there were nine paintings that were redeemable. Nine of them. And it was Beast, Electra, Gambit, Human Torch, Surfer. And I found out that Surfer wasn't Julie Surfer. It was Boris the Surfer, the double impact. I found that out. Um, I have it somewhere. I figured out how I did that. Spider-Man, Storm, Venom, and Wolverine, if those are still the ones. So, and I think, I think the number was one out of 60,000 packs. Oh. I know. That kills me. It's just, I mean, they're, they're kind of a bit of a... Um, an urban they legend. are. They're definitely the unicorn set. It's definitely the unicorn. Yeah. It's yeah. like, this is yeah. the big thing. So I've not even seen... I'm assuming it's a redemption card. Okay, I think Armand was telling me. Maybe it was Armand. I don't know. He'll remind me. I think it was a black card, he said, or a black border card. He said he saw one on eBay at one point, long time ago. And there was someone was selling it and people lost their <laughs> lost their two cents <laughs> trying to get it. Um, but I think he said it was black or black bordered, something like that, kind of like the packs. You know how the packs have that gold M, that beautiful yeah, yeah, gold yeah. outline of an yeah. M? Yeah, so I think that's I think that's what it looks like. I've never seen it. Okay, so Marvel Universe ninety four is that? So that's series five. Should be. 
which is the last of I think of that '90s run of Marvel Universe. Yeah, I actually looked it up because I mean I have the full master for the Surfer. You know, I have all the Surfer renditions from that set, even the three variations of the holograms, uh, the red, blue, green. Uh, they say there's orange and teal and gold or whatever as a variation. I've seen them. I don't know. That's just seeing colors and colors. I don't know. I mean, how yeah. much, yeah. you know what I mean? How many of those holograms can you have? Um, I do have an error one as well, or a misprint one, whatever it's called. But those holograms were my favorite as a kid. And someone made that post, I think, who's from the um, Indonesia group, Indonesia group. Um, and they're a fantastic group of people. Um, but they made a post and they were showing off the holograms and I was just like reminiscing. I actually want to ask you, Ian, because I feel like you know. I hope we haven't talked about this already. Go on. Do they, do they make a figure to do those hologram cards? Is that we, a th- we were talking about... On that we said post, something, yeah. Yeah. Well, on that post, I remember that enough people commented, and this is a post on uh, MCCW for those um, not either in the group or on Facebook. So um, for those not on Facebook, we can be your avatars and tell you. <laughs> yeah, and give you a little uh, open exactly. the window so you can yeah, see inside. Exactly. This is, this is what you could be, could be experiencing. <laughs> um, if you give a multinational corporation access to every data about you. Um, <laughs> you just be under a fake persona like me and yeah, then you put your voice everywhere. Make it really easy for people to find you. <laughs> yeah. wow, that went deep. Anyway, yeah. um, it's been a long week. It's Friday mm-hmm. night. Um, the, um, enough people commented on the post and said, good things about holograms and saying oh, how much they missed them and how you know the, the sets that come out now including the one we're going to talk about in a minute who have what's called hollow blast but make no mistake they're not holograms at all they might be a little bit holographic um marvel beginnings had some cards i think they were called hollow motion or something like that and effectively it's, it's a type of shininess Mm-hmm. But it's not a hologram. It's not a hologram in the way that the 90s cards did it with, you know, complete shine, real depth to it as you turned it in the light. Real depth, really because those 94s, really rich, beautiful. Yeah. 3D image. Um, because of that, you know, someone commented, hey, we said we were going to do an episode on holograms. Maybe this is it. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> because without actually seeing them, <laughs> yeah. uh, how much can you say about them? Um, from, and I don't know. So this is one of those things where um, I really do want to track down some of the people who are involved in the production of these sets because Me too. I, I think, long way of answering it, that you're correct in that they do build something and it's, it's photographed or it, it, something in a certain way because if, if they, if they made holograms on the modern card stock with modern techniques, can you imagine how much, you know, I mean, the nineties ones were incredible and they're 25 years old. So I mean, yeah, they could be now. I uh, couldn't imagine. Like, honestly, I couldn't imagine. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they'd be so unique. You know, I don't, I don't, I mean, it had to be cheaper to do it. I mean, why would they put that in a cheaper nineties set? That's it. I don't know if it was. I wonder. I don't know if it was. Me because if you think about when they stopped, they kind of stopped. 94 was mate. And I might be wrong here because I really don't know, know much about what the, the, all of the sets and holograms were in. Um, 
the beautiful well, thing about this hobby is that you know you're kind of still learning but i yeah I don't remember any sets after 94 having holograms in the same way not in the same i've never seen and i could be wrong you know this is this is my limited perspective on the hobby because some you know i'm only coming in from the surfer so sometimes i don't catch everything mm. but i've never seen holograms done in quite the same way as 94 yeah like those those four cards i think it's spider-man surfer venom and wolverine i don't know I don't know. It's for them. On, I'm still on 92. <laughs> yeah. Marvel Universe 1994. The, I've yeah. never seen holograms like that ever again, ever done. Not like that. I saw the ones in the Spider-Man set where you have Spider-Man and then you see a, 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 a villain in the background and it's like silver. It has that silver fr- yeah. frosting on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've never seen what we saw in Marvel Universe 94. Yeah. yeah. And, I tell you, yeah. I tell you the ones that um, the ones I really like, um, although they're not cards. Do you remember in the nineties there was the thirtieth anniversary of Spider-Man, and you had four issues of the Spider-Man series at the time. It was Amazing Spider-Man three six five. It was Web of Spider-Man twenty five. I want to say, I think it was Spec Spider-Man ninety, hmm. and I can't remember what issue of. Um, spider-man you know the one that Todd McFarlane started but anyway each of the issues had a hologram on the front cover but it wasn't the whole cover it was just a section in the middle so it wasn't much bigger than card size and I they were produced in the same way because they were were beautiful beautiful were the x-men one the same thing remember the x-men comic books that had the magneto taking the animantium from wolverine there was Um, a hologram on the right side of it yeah, is that the Flanks Covenant storyline? I'm tempted to say I've got them over there, but as ever, if I walk away, right? I yeah, I... <laughs> so yeah. Again. I mean, I think um, I mean those are iconic '90s. So anyone yeah. who's listening, you guys, you, you, I'm sure you have a picture in your head. Like yeah. those remind me of the same type of style as a '94. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. well, the the 1990 Marvel Universe binder has that uh, yes. Spider-Man hologram on it, yes. which is yes. really pretty. Um, not really the cool. same type, but those were the first holograms ever introduced into Marvel cards, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, 1990. Yeah, and yeah. even the 1990 yeah. ones were extraordinary. Very beautiful. But not, not, didn't have the depth, but they were just as gorgeous. Yeah. Exactly. In the space of five years, how, how, how good did they get? That's insane. Yeah. Which kind of makes me wonder, you know, I, I have to believe that they're more expensive to produce in terms of the in terms of the pre-production, if you like. I can't believe it's a printing thing. I have to I have to I have to think that maybe they did build something, you know, as a physical model in the same way that before CGI they used to actually build the Starship Enterprise and film it six ways oh. and merge those shots, you know. So to get cool. Those beautiful graphics. Yeah. Uh, that's what they did in the original Star Wars movies yeah. as well. Yeah. Anything with miniatures. I've always wondered about that because if you look at the holograms, like I look at the Silver Surfer one and his bottom teeth, I mean, are so, they feel solid. Like when you look at his mouth, he's like yelling in that pose and the teeth have like spaces in between them. They look very much like it came off a toy or a mold. Like wow. it's that specific. I, I don't know. It might be the illusion of the hologram. Maybe, mm. you know, maybe that is someone's drawing. 
and it's just a drawing. I, I doubt that. I don't know how you get that kind of perspective to the dome. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't see how you do that without having some kind of physical object, but I could yeah. be wrong. You simply didn't have computer generated imagery power, even the processing power back then. It just wasn't, you know, it wasn't a thing. No, you know, Jurassic Park came out when? 93 and Terminator so 94. So, but even then, it was very, very expensive. Now, and Abyss, Abyss came out in 90. 90. So, like, I don't, yeah. you know, like that was on the cusp of getting into CGI. So, I don't Abyss know. Abyss was kind of playing with it. Terminator 2 nailed it. Yeah, Terminator 2. Uh, it, <laughs> in a big way. Um, and then, um, and then, of course, Jurassic Park blew the doors off because you had yep. daylight photoreal CGI. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that would have been at the same time as you were kind of producing the 93 Marvel Universe set because I think they all had holograms. Maybe. I don't know if the 93 <laughs> Masterpiece did. 93, the puzzle 93 one. Marvel Universe did. I, yeah, I guess they did, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure... I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure you're right. I'm pretty sure you're right. I don't... I, Again, like if there wasn't a surfer hologram, I don't know for sure, for sure. This is one of those things whereby if we'd actually planned to do the hologram episode. We I think we covered pretty good. Movie. I mean, I haven't seen any. Re right. This can be a call to action, right? We can be like, hey, if anybody knows, share some resources. We'll dive back into this. Well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of put this out there as an open, open plea. You know, we, we are. I'd like to think that we're growing. Listen, I know we are at the time we're, we're talking. We've had four episodes drop, um, yeah. and I can see that we get, you know, we're getting some traction, and people are listening, and people are digging it. Uh, the ones that we're hearing from, the ones that aren't digging it, we're not hearing from. So, so thank you for that. I'm happy about that. Um, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but um, you know, I'd like to think that someone listening knows someone still. Who may have been in production then or now, or who used to work there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah anybody? Come, come talk to us, please. Know. Seriously, you know, we'd be we'd really be, happy to hear that. You know, we'd we'd love to just um, you know, get that, you know, because we we want to start talking to more people like Dave DeVries, Dave, yeah. Dave, uh, and um, we've got a couple of other uh, cracking um, creator guests lined up, but. You know, we've got some collectors that have, have said they're going to come on. Um, we've got some, yeah, we want we want to talk to people in the production. So you know, upper deck, come and have a chat. You know, tell us about Epax. You know, uh, the guys at Rittenhouse. You know, come and have a chat. Tell us about how you put together those the, the Rittenhouse years. Is um, yeah, um, and um, I'm starting. <laughs> less than a decade ago and i'm starting to whisper and think back to it <laughs> with nostalgia uh, mainly because it's about 10 years since spider-man archive oh man i love those archive sets so much man that fantastic for the spider-man the x-men anytime yeah. i see a sketch come up on ebay that has x-men archive spider-man archive of fantastic four i'm just that much more interested in it yeah. I, I just i like them so much they're so and then the art is so different i don't, I don't know I'm just reminiscing, but I love those sketch cards a lot. Yeah, Spider-Man archives. I think I've probably got about 30 to 40 black hats. Oh, set. you would. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where I, <laughs> I, I threw off all my clothes and ran into that ocean. Yeah. Well, I was doing um, a, an artist master list of surfers for Fantastic Four Archive. At one point, I had 12. 
And then I started selling and I only kept two just because I was like, I'm not going to do the whole artist set. Cause at that point I was collecting surfers that I weren't, I wasn't really into, but mm-hmm. it was a different artist and I collected it. And I was kind of like, I don't know, man, I kind of like things. I have expensive taste. I really have to pick and choose what I'm going to do here. So, you know, I, I jumped that ship, but I definitely excited to see someone pull that off. I think I know someone who's going to pull that off. So that'd be yes. cool. I, I remember someone back on the scoundrel forum was going through a similar thing with, if it wasn't Spider-Man archives, it was one of the other sets and they were going for one of, I don't think it was as crazy as one of every character by one of every artist. Cause I don't think every artist did every character. Yeah. I don't think so either. So, yeah. Um, but I think I have a feeling I, I'm absolutely certain cause I've seen someone do it on premiere where they went for, every character that was in the base set but a sketch card version of it i've seen that image that was a really cool set that person did i wish i remember their name no no they were great though they had it framed and everything and it looks solid yeah yeah they did a great job good good sketches too i mean they had good taste they picked really nice cards yeah exactly yeah that's the fun thing about the the hobby especially now when master sets are pretty much impossible uh, (laughs) <laughs> is is but you can do that. You can say, okay, I'm going to go for that. Or yeah, I'm going to do, do this. You kind of have to be a little more creative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It makes it uh, fun because it makes it feel like you're actually contributing to the hobby. Because when someone makes that frame and they did like that person who did all that, that every collector knows who that is because they're like, all right, very cool. You know, I know someone, a good friend of ours on the channel. I don't want to mention his name in case I, in case he's still hunting, but he's very close to getting the full a full plate set from 2018. So a plate of every card. Wow. A printing plate. Yeah. So he's close. Like he's like three cards short of nailing it. Um, And then we know Justin who did the autograph set for 16 and I'm sure other, I I think there's another person who did something similar, but yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Very cool. What people come up with very exciting. I know we've talked before so about the high-end collectors. Yeah, so high roll, the high rollers table. Yeah, I don't mean to overlap. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so hopefully we'll um, we'll pull that off. More about that when when that idea. Comes. Yeah, when we get there. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, before I get on to the main um topic of conversation this evening, um, I wanted to quickly talk about something that happened with with EPAX this week with me, um. As you know uh, from our second episode, uh, Marvel Weekly is still happening. Yeah. Um, and we are now, I think week 10 just happened as, at the time of recording. Um, the second cycle was Wolverine, which we, we mentioned. The third cycle is Captain America. Mm-hmm. And the four-week cycle of, of the characters, so Captain America will be week 11 and 12, then it will be another character for week 13 through 16. Um, with each four-week cycle, you get a negative variant card. 50 of those scattered across the four times 499 packs. Yeah. So this week, um, I went in and uh, Lordy knows because I can't, I can't afford it. Um, I bought eight packs, uh, <laughs> partly because I had a trade. Um, I promised someone I was trading with that I'd cover them for two weeks as mm. my part of the trade. So they got every, you know, they got the um, the base card and the two CC cards for that. For, oh, for that's a good trade. That's a, that's so, yeah, a good idea. 
yeah it's a pretty because no you if you're not there at 5 a.m 5 p.m no it's true it's nice to have someone cover you specifics yeah but if you're not there at your computer so if you're on vacation as this fellow was Hmm. um you know anyone anyone help me out was it yeah sure i will um and as it happens he had something i i i wanted a black cat card that's been mailed to you that you have um the ultra spider-man the red one oh yeah that was a good one yeah yeah that's pretty really it's really nice uh, and uh yeah so I, I hook him up anyway i bought eight packs so there's 499 packs a week okay so let's say 500 for sake of argument okay mm-hmm. so there's, there's 2000 packs across a four-week period and there's 50 um of these negative cards Wow. Okay, so the odds you, you can kind of get an idea of the odds I'm, I'm used to some maths in my head um and i'm buying eight packs so the odds that i'm going to pull one are pretty slim third pack in i pull a negative captain america oh my gosh okay <laughs> seventh pack i pull a second negative Captain. that's insane america. that's insane and i was like i was like oh my oh my goodness um but the interesting thing is, as, as we mentioned before with Marvel Weekly, there are two <laughs> cards a pack. On the packs where I got the negative variant, it was a free card pack. Oh, wow. So I didn't know. I mean, oh, that's weird. Pack. Yeah, so you got the two, and then you think, oh, it's done. On to the next one. And then all of a sudden, it popped the up. negative popped up. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. So, um, and I saw, I saw that happen twice. And I think I, think I might have screen cap the second time. Um, a couple of other interesting functionality things I noticed with EPACs this week, just because I'm kind of, you know, I'm about three, four months in of really getting into it. As a, yeah. As a yeah. You've been hitting hard. Yeah. Right on. Uh, yeah. Just a tad. Um, I mean, that's good. One of us should. That way we know it. <laughs> yeah, I, do it I do it. I do it for the good of the community. Yeah. I, I see it. No, St. Ian is what I've heard. Yeah. That's, uh, what's, well, that's what's happening. I'm falling on someone's sword. It's not mine. Um, the <laughs> the um, first thing is I was doing a trade with a fella a couple of hours afterwards, and he he and I were talking. Had a, having a really this is unusual for EPACs because EPACs goes one of several ways. You can either send a trade request to someone who's got a card that you want, mm-hmm. and you never hear from them at all. They just don't respond. Okay, so that's 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 what i call being iced yeah yeah then you have um those that come back and say you know that maybe haven't the best interpersonal skills or at least it's very easy to misconstrue what someone types over the internet that's so true so true yeah one of those options I'm, i'm i'm kind of being generous here um and the third option is you'll end up and you may or may not trade with them but you might end up having a really cordial back and forth and saying you know, I really respect you coming back. You know, all this sort of stuff, and you know, I tend to I tend to be overly polite, partly because I'm English and partly because why not? You know, it doesn't. See, I'm the uh, same way. Yeah, I'm not I'm not the best example of an American because yeah. I am very very polite. <laughs> okay, um, okay. But you know, um, I, I shall dub the Sir Rad. So um, well, I actually met you know I met Ben through upper through the EPAC. Uh, ben Lee or uh, Ben? Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, he has tons of cards. And I was telling him about the group, and I actually purchased a card from him or traded oh. a card to him in EPACs. And we oh. had a nice conversation. He he came to the group. 
Yeah, that's how. That's how. Yeah, that's how. Spider Gwen Red Spectrum. So it's your fault. No, no, no. You misunderstood. No, I was talking about someone else. <laughs> Shit, I forgot that was the guy. I just. I just. Damn. No, it's cool on the gang. It's cool on the gang. This, this, this is one of, one of one cards. You know, there's cutthroat cards. Oh, I forgot that was him. Damn. <laughs> it, it, it matters not. <laughs> matters not. Anyway, so, um, so I was having this back and forth with this, this guy, and he had a five figure volume of cards on there and a lot of feedback score. Because um, one of the things with EPACs is you get a feedback score every time you do a trade. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like eBay in that way. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and for some reason, they ask, you, they ask you to rate it out of five, but I never quite understand that because either the trade happened or the trade didn't happen. But I guess they've mirrored it off eBay and and also it might have been, a, you might have got there in the end, but it might have been a bit of a bit of a pain to get there. I don't know. Anyway, but this fella, um, we had a nice backwards and forwards and he was saying, you know, I said, I said, yeah, I'll agree to that trade, but you've got a couple of black cats. What else? can you throw in and he's like well i value this at that and that at that and we had a very cordial back and forth and um he said he was looking forward to trading again so that you know that's just really nice but that's awesome while while he was it's a really long way of getting i'm perfect as a podcast person because i'm i'm so verbose it's ridiculous um people like the longer episodes this is this is just how they're gonna go (laughs) cue everyone pausing the episode And they're back having looked up what verbose means. Anyway, so <laughs> he says insulting our entire audience. I mean, I'm um, looking it up, so it makes sense. So that's fine. <laughs> um, he, um, while he was editing the trade, I got a message on screen um, when I went back to the trade that said the trade cannot be edited at this time because, oh, no, I'm remembering it wrong. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. The EPACs froze the trade while one of the other one of the two parties was editing it. Fascinating. So the other party couldn't edit it at the same time. So it kind of put it in a hold. So I'm I'm just fascinated by the technology of the system, I think. Well, I know the EPAC system. Yeah. I know the EPAC system and the warehouse is based out of North Carolina where I'm at. Mm. I know that because I've seen the job listings and I know it's here. Mm. Uh, I think I know the town it's in too. And I'm assuming what happened. I ha- see that online. I saw the address on, on the website. It's yep. pretty, it's pretty yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's not, it's not a secret. Um, so I think that's because of the way they log how transfers work. Mm. So if someone's editing a, tra- a trade, they log where the card was at the time. Yep. And then you have the next person who edits, and then that's another entry in that log. So I'm yep. sure it has to be kind of like a, bullet point type of recording of some sort yeah well i've noticed that every trade has a trade id and this Mm. kind of ties in with um uh i've i work you know i work for a marketing agency but my background is ticketing there's a lot about uh, blockchain which is um effectively what cryptocurrency is based on so you have like a digital ledger that's written to and you can see the audit trail of every transaction you can see where it's gone where it's been so it's like a digital audit trail thing oh, wow. uh, so I, I can only imagine they've got kind of a similar thing going on in the probably behind the scenes every single card in the system will have a unique hash or a unique thing even though there's there might be two thousand of a base card each one of them on the system 
will have a unique digital ID. Mm. So what I would love to do is just to see a map of where that card goes through the system before it exits the system. Because yeah. as, as I mentioned before, it is a closed loop system. So everything yeah. will be in that ecosystem until it leaves it. And once it leaves it, it can't go back into it. Right. And yeah, these so cards are numbered. Yeah. So especially the premium sets, right? Like you have cards yeah. that have a very specific serial number. So you can't really mess that up. You know, if it's just a printed car and there's like, hundred of those printed cards but they're unmarked and they're all marked the same way it wouldn't matter but yeah the system has to be pretty sophisticated in order to pull so that I can't off imagine someone just goes to a drawer that's got all of base card 82 for marvel annual and pulls one out and just chucks it in the box to post no they'll they'll be going around they'll have some sort of tracking system within the warehouse. they have to no they and they have to have multiple report stations too right yeah. kind of like how um uh when you grade cards right how they yes. go through multiple facilities until yep. they It'll finish out the process or, 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 or NFC right. uh, around the place. So it's, um, yeah, I'm just, I, I'll find it interesting. And the other thing I spotted was um, when the system was really busy with an EPAX release um, where I opened my packs and went to my checklist and looked at my collection and it showed me the number of cards and it showed me the number of rows for each card because it's a, um, a base card and two CCs, so there's three rows. Hmm. But it said something like TBD item not released yet because it hadn't quite caught up with itself. Oh, fascinating. So it had gone on sale. It hadn't, I mean, we're talking maybe 90 seconds after on sale. So, you know, there's clearly a, 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 a there, there will be multiple tables within that database and multiple parts of the system that um, I thought was interesting and I, I refreshed and it gone. Hmm. So it was just, it was, I thought it was just anyway. Just no, I mean, I, I, very interesting listening for the people at home, but it, it's, it's just the, the more I, I scratch away at it, the more fascinating I find it. And I'm not, this is a weird hobby. Some people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but this is a weird hobby. I, I do think people would find it interesting because, excuse me, I think people would find this interesting because this hobby is not really transparent, right? There's quite a lot of behind the doors type of thing. You know, there's not a lot of open communication between, you know, upper deck or whoever's releasing the cards to the community. You know, there's not, there's really is the separation of the two. Um, Think there's an for the most part yeah let's 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 just politely say that i think there are opportunities to promote and augment that relationship with the people buying the products that are probably not utilized to the fullest extent yeah i mean definitely definitely polite uh, is good um but just you know i think it's because of that that people are more interested because we you know we do collect these things then this is very much part of our enjoyment and entertainment so it's more interesting to us the absolutely. little details absolutely all about all about the little details um so there's a number of segues i could do here because <laughs> um, i am the king of the segway this is true um, at least within this podcast um although you're getting good you're getting i'm good. trying i'm you're i'm trying. learning from the best that's what i'm learning my young padawan so earlier on we this is like this is like a segue. <laughs> half an hour after we talked about it, we got this. About holoblasts. 
And of course, as we speak, Marvel Flare 2019, which is another one of the retro releases after Flare Ultra Spider-Man in 2017 mm-hmm. and Flare Ultra X-Men in 2018. <laughs> and this year we've got Flare, of course. Um, and you have to wonder if 2016 Marvel Masterpieces was actually the start of that. Yeah. I mean, think about it, and I think that would went so well. They thought, oh, let's let's get another one out. Yeah, a hundred percent. No, there's Um, no. They knew. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but I definitely think that they saw the success of sixteen. They saw how many people were actually fans of Jusco and actually remembered his name and how much attention he attracted with the set. People got very excited, and it started vanishing. And people lost their minds <laughs> and purchased everything. And I think Upper Deck was like, very intelligently, was like, okay, well, this is it. This is the era where we bring these, we bring back the mass consumption of the 90s cards to the premium high end collectors who are now in their late 20s, 30s, people who are wanting to come back into the card hobby. Let's give them a reason to by making it a premium set. Mm-hmm. and let's give them everything that they could possibly want so i very i i highly doubt this is the end i see flair oh. yeah i see things coming which would be a cool epi- a cool episode in the future right what are our predictions for future sets um which we can do as well but in terms of talking about flair there's some amazing artists in this set oh there really are i mean based on sketch so let's 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 just <laughs> take a look at the checklist breakdown right i have the checklist here okay you know this could be a segment for us you know what i mean we're like now let's look at the checklist and there's like a jingle the checklist. i don't know but seriously it was just throwing it out there jingle skills in here. Um, <laughs> so that's what we need so the checklist spreadsheet from um uh the website that i looked on that i can't remember the name of which website is this it uh, is yeah. it is cardboardconnection.com cardboard uh, connection cardboardconnection.com and uh there's a checklist that you can download as an excel spreadsheet um and this checklist has brace yourself 1083 rows so that's one for three cards, okay? Except when I take off each of the rows for the sketch card artists. Right. So they're basically, there are 105 artists and they're all listed on rows as well, okay? So <laughs> first of all, let's just, let's just pause. 105 sketch card artists. That's <laughs> um, And as I noticed, looking through it simone bianchi is one of get them. get the f- out of here are you serious i know i know i know he's a sketch artist he's a sketch card artist on this set there's no there's no there's no numbers attributed to any of this um uh, i miss it when they used to do the numbers um yeah yeah um so when you take that off there's 978 cards okay now this is on this is obviously on the physical release oh fascinating i, I suspect that there will be more when we go to e-packs because there'll be achievements and there'll probably be tiers that are e-pack exclusives. So, which is a good idea. And the, the reason they do that, obviously, is if you bought the physical, you'll then go back and buy on e-packs. Yeah, 
course. So, you know, so there's something new for that pot. So I, I'm kind of giddy with joy because there's there's at least one there's one original black cat in here. Oh really? Five, yeah. Um, by uh, the artist Peach Monoko, I believe. Oh, I love her. I'm just gonna be honest. I've spoken to artists. She's fantastic. I showed you. I think I showed you yes. or told you she she's did a black cat. Sharing, yeah, she's yeah. sharing the artwork already. She's sharing the artwork already. She yeah, is. She's doing one a day. She's phenomenal. I don't know. Yeah. I think she's phenomenal. Her and EM Geist are the ones that are really got my attention right now. I'm excited to see the rest, but those are the two now, I've been seeing a lot. You mentioned that artist to me the other week, and I, I'm not mm. familiar with that artist. Um, so you know the Wolverine on our uh, Facebook header? Ah, okay. That's him. Ah. Oh, do you mean Eric? Uh, Geist or Gist because he's listed on there. There's an artist here listed as Eric with a K at the end, uh, Gist or Geist, G I S T. That that has to be the same one. Has to be. Has to yeah. Be, I think no, his Facebook no. is EM. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense. That that's makes how sense. I, that's why I saw uh, it like that. So we're, we're talking base card artists here. So um, we're looking through this list of base card artists. Oh, it's got. broken down into a tier system? Yeah, it, it is indeed. So let, let's, let's actually, let's, let's back it up slightly. Yeah, sorry. Let's go. You don't see the artists on the base cards until you go to the autograph section because every artist is assigned a certain number of their base Perfect. cards. So that's why that's listed. So we've got, we've got what's listed as the base set, which runs cards 1 through 90. Okay. And then cards 91 to 100, it lists as base set flarium tier one so these must be the flarium tiers that we've heard about um and well we, there are some preview pictures of these cards out already as, as we record by the time this podcast drops the set will actually have been released but we'll probably use the um we'll probably put samples of the production art that upper deck put out in their post because it it just they're just nicer framed images unless we see something really utterly gorgeous so mm -hmm. so i expect that's what will go on the tasting notes for this episode mm. um then you've got another 10 cards flarium tier two flarium tier three is the next 10 and so on tiers four five and six so it goes up to 150 so cards 91 for 150 are flarium cards and they're tiered and they are different rarities so tier six is one in 80 packs yeah. Okay. So it is similar to the Marvel Masterpieces tier system. Yeah. People the will be six, hunting for the yeah, tier the six. six. Um, now it says 180 packs, but that doesn't tell me how many cards there are. It just tells me the odds of pulling. Oh, so, if you scroll down, well, I can, yeah. So I can see, you want me to tell you how many of the cards are in the tier six? Well, you can see uh, that, right? Is that what you're asking? Well, I'm on the checklist. Are you on the. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the checklists. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're on the are you on the checklist spreadsheet or the checklist webpage? I'm actually on Beckett.com because I ah, couldn't find ah, the checklist. Oh, brilliant! I love I love that we're on completely different information. So sorry, I couldn't find the other one. That's quite all right. Um, brilliant. Uh, this is uh, this is not rehearsed. This is not a drill, people. This is not a drill. Um, <laughs> so now I took the um, I took the link that Alan Michael posted. Uh, hi, Alan. Um, otherwise known as uh, Wolverine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, good evening, Alan. Um, hey, buddy. All right, I'm looking and, at the same uh, checklist now. 
I'm, okay. I'm being so better. On, on this, it doesn't tell me the numbers, but if you've got information from somewhere else, uh, just tells me the odds. So uh, tier six is one in 80 packs. Tier five is one in 18. Tier four is one in nine, one in six, one in four, and so on. And one in two and a half packs for the Flarium tier one. Uh, base set is four per pack. So um, it's, you know, it's not, it's, they don't appear on the surface of things to be absolutely shocking odds. Um, and in um, in Marvel flare packs, I actually looked at it, and the price it's it's a lot more. I'm going to use the term loosely, reasonably priced. Um, it's certainly not as 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 tough as um, Premiere or Masterpieces or Flare Ultra X Men in terms of the pricing. Uh, but there are six cards per pack, nine packs per box, sixteen boxes per case. So you've actually got six cards per pack. Nine packs per box isn't as as much as the other ones, I think, Fleer Ultra X-Men, you had 12 packs per box. Um, but you do get more boxes in a case. You get 16 boxes. I think it was 12 on Masterpieces, and I think it was mm. 12 on Fleer Ultra X-Men. Um, but um, in each box, you get nine Flarium cards, uh, two totemic teams, uh, one each of matter or antimatter, pieces of flare or through the ages. Um, and then there are other inserts called singularity inserts, stained glass inserts, power blast inserts, and lucky eights. You also have in every case hit, so these are really quite scarce, in every case you'll have free buyback cards. So they're doing the buyback again from either 94 or 95 flare, um, flare Marvel Annual. Um, and those original flare sets were big. Mm -hmm. They were 150 cards. So, anyone chasing buybacks for this, you're gonna, you're going to be buying a lot of product. Um, so those buybacks are going to be hunted. Uh, they're going to be they're going to be pretty pretty difficult to get. Um, I know already that I want the black cat buyback because there was a single black cat in both ninety four and ninety five. Um, beyond that, you can keep the rest. Um, <laughs> much, as I, much as I like them, but those are the ones. Oh I'm man, there's a buyback so, surfer. Yep, I was wondering when you were going to spot that. <laughs> so whilst uh, whilst Noen picks himself up off the floor, um, oh, man. <laughs> we have so artist on this. We have Megan Hetrick. Um, hello, Megan. Uh, hey, Megan. Um, she's great. I love her. I love Dude, her, her art is uh, the best. I'm, I'm absolutely. Yeah. I'm infatuated with her artwork. I love yeah. it. Uh, we have the, we have the other Dave in the Dave off uh, Dave Dorman. <laughs> um, good evening, sir. Uh, we have um, Ariel Olivetti. Uh, we have Tom Fleming. Um, Tom. Dave DeVries, uh, Dave DeVries is uh, mate. Um, mm -hmm. uh, good evening, Tom. Uh, we uh, have a lot of artists here I've not heard of. Doesn't mean to say that they are unworthy of of, of mention. Um, I just. I haven't heard of them myself personally. You may have. I'm really um, excited to see other artists yeah. too, man. This is going to be really fun. But I think that's really interesting. You've got uh, a um, German Ponce. Hmm. You have Daniel Horn. Hmm. You have Nicholas Gregory, Catherine Steele, JP Targate. Tar huh. uh, Target with an E on the end. So I'm assuming a different pronunciation. Crystal Fay, uh, Claudio Pozas. Um, this young fella, um, I've had some 
contact with and he's a lovely guy uh, but i can't pronounce his name is it cow cacao oh yeah I, I i don't know how to pronounce his name I either don't know. we apologize to any of you you guys who may be listening if we are mangling your names yeah i got the podcast and tell us how to pronounce it properly please we'd we'd love to do that that'd be awesome <laughs> um we have bob eggleton um mm. we have uh christopher mag mag Mang- mangum who i have heard of uh, i can't mm-hmm. remember uh, Mike Sass, John Stanko. John Stanko's done some cracking work. Um, I feel like I know who that is. Yeah, yeah. No, he's been on. He was on some. He was on some '90s stuff. He's he's got some pedigree. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, good artwork. Um, Pascal Millet, uh, Gilberto Martimiano. Some fantastic names. Uh, yeah. Ray Largo. Ray. Ray. Oh, we love Ray. Um, Ray's the best, man. Dave DeVries, as we know, of course. Uh, Bill Sinkevich. Um, mm-hmm. Good evening, Bill. Um, uh, loads of people. I'm, I'm not going to read them all out because people can go and read them themselves. Yeah. Um, but I, I've kind of covered it, to be fair, because they, they then kind of repeat and go down. Um, so, yeah, some, some, some cracking talent on this set in terms of the base card art. And you can see all of these artists are now starting to you know, drip feed it in, as, as Dave said, they've been asked to do by Epidec, um, just to drip it in. Then you have the, um, um, each one of those has artist autograph parallels, which is which is where that comes from. So each one of the 150 cards in the set, so the one to 90 and then the flare into is one to six, there are 30 of each that are signed, which is pretty good. That so is pretty actually, good. So if you're going for if you're going for one of the you know the tier six flarium, you might. Yeah. I, I don't know how many flarium tier six there are, but it it can't be too much of a stretch to to think you know you've actually got thirty extra cards in there. Just thirty extra of them have to be signed, um, mm. and they're randomly inserted, which is which is interesting. Then you have the buybacks, which is a lot of scrolling. So that's that's three hundred um, cards right there. <sighs> Yeah. Um, By the way, just just so people know, if you're if you're looking for a particular character on these massive lists, um, you can just you know Command F or go to the Find feature in your browser. Yes. And just yes. type the character's name, just so people know, just in case yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that in Excel as well. Control. Yes. Yes. Control. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, same. Same functionality. Um, then you've got antimatter cards, and um, I did look at some pictures of these. Um, Antimatter. Right I see um, the singularity. They, yeah, exactly. Stained glass. Scrolling through the pictures now. Oh my goodness! I've just put a picture of the Ghost Rider card. I know. Um, They're nice, man. They are <laughs> just beautiful cards. Listen, we'll pop some pictures up. The stained glass are interesting. The stained glass cards. Yeah, I'm excited uh, to see how see-through those are and how yeah, thick they are. I imagine there'll be plexiglass of some kind. They have to be. Well, the, yeah, they are. There's the plexiglass yeah. cards made up an appearance of a stained glass. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, then you've got singularity cards. Pieces of flair. Now, these are thicker. Um, I'll come on to the thickness of these in a moment. But I know these are thicker. Um, and these, they're either reproduction or original. They're the corner boxes in certain mm. issues. So when you when you look down the checklist, it actually tells you what issues they're from. Um, oh, just let me just get to that right now. So pieces of flare. So pieces of flare one, for example, 
card POF one um, is the Comic Corner patch. So it is, yeah, so it is a manufactured patch, but it's based on the corner, the top left-hand corner of a Marvel comic uh, from the Avengers 174. And then oh, the OF2 is Cloak and Dagger 5, Tales to Astonish 56, Peter Parker Specs Spider-Man 90. So they're going down through. It, it, it seems to be quite a random list, but I imagine they've chosen it for how it visually looks. Mm-hmm. Because those corner those corner boxes are one of the most innovative and, and brilliant things about those older Marvel comics. I love it so much. I really do. They're they're beautiful. Well, Joe Jisco even did that repainting of those yes. covers. Yes. Oh man, I still were, I wish I had the money to buy the Surfer one, but you know they're all just so pretty. They're all so well they done. Absolutely beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. Um, so the pieces of flair. There's 37 of them, but then they go to short print, and then. Super so I have a question about short prints. I don't understand mm-hmm. them. <laughs> what what does it mean by what do they do they look different? Are they numbered? No, there's, there's few of them. It's a shorter print run. That's oh oh oh! I yeah, see. Yeah. I see. Okay, yeah, so yeah. like Amazing Spider-Man vol- uh, Annual Volume One Number Twenty One is the short short print is a super short print. Yes. One yes. out of one hundred and twenty packs. Exactly. Yeah. So basically, yeah, yeah. they're tiers for the insert. Yes. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Exactly. Got it. So not only the main cards tiered. The inserts also tiered. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, well, have we? Which, uh, what was the first set that did this? Uh, I was I was looking at that actually. It was um, well, I've noticed it on Marvel Annual. Hmm. It was Fear Ultra X Men did it with with the stacks cards. The last five of those. There were oh yeah, of. yeah, that's right. Um, I I think that might have been the first one that did it. At, um, a shorter print tier within a chase set. That might have um, been. I don't because I can't recall any other either. But they do it in the matter cards. So there's matter cards. There's cool. anti matter cards. Um, and they again they do super short prints of those, short prints and super short prints. And so, on the stained glass too, and the singularity. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a, it's gonna be a tough tough set to put together. It's a crazy it really, set to put together. Um. So um. Yeah. Good luck, good luck, people. Um, there's, it, it looks lovely. Um, I'm not sure how some of them are going to look. The, the Power Blast, of course, you've got those. Um, the Power Blast is 49 of them. Um, cards 41 to 49 are short print, but the rest of them seem to be uh, pretty much the same. Uh, same odds. And then you've got Singularity cards, and yeah, short print and super short print. And of course, you've got the Sketch cards. Mm-hmm. And then you've got stained glass, and you've got stained glass photo variants. Stained glass photo variants. Exactly. What is a stained glass photo variant? Well, I'm well, sure we'll find out. Yeah, go for it. Uh, well, no, that's the thing. I don't know. I'm sure we'll find well, out. Well, you know what? I actually saw, I was just reading something, actually. Um, let me find out what I was looking at here. Uh, okay. The article I'm looking at here doesn't actually, tell, doesn't actually show a picture. So, of it, so it shows the regular stained glass. I just see the regular stained glass, but this is interesting. That's something that's read. I'm on three different sites looking at the checklist because I can't okay. help myself. And the Beckett.com, they do say this about the Pexiglass cards. So here we go. Pexiglass cards make an appearance via stained glass. But rather than just printing cards on clear, thick stock, the art is done in a way that emphasizes the stained glass style. So that's seen. Hello. 
Yeah. Right. That uh, seems interesting. I wonder what yeah. they mean by that. I mean, it's not plexiglass, so we're not going to have it, that. It's the ple plexi, plexiglass. Yeah. Yes. Uh, plexi. Yes. Um, it, but that's the stained glass. It's the stained glass photo variants that, that, that just intrigued me. No end. Yeah, I don't see that anywhere. So, but it is yeah, it is interesting. Exactly. I wonder if yeah. So what's one of those that are like? Then you've got through the ages, mm -hmm. uh, which are copper age, bronze age parallel, silver age parallel, golden age parallel. Um, and looking at the golden age parallel, there's only five of those, and they are those really really old Marvel characters from, you know, the 40s and 50s when it was true golden age. So you've got Namor, Captain America, Bucky Barnes, Red Skull, and Wizard. Now, I've never heard of Wizard. I don't know. Uh, so, but it must be a golden age character that you know just isn't around so much anymore. So, you know, interesting. Uh, totemic teams, which look, um, which look pretty cool actually. Mm. Again, short print, and then you've got totemic teams headpiece, and they seem to be the shortest print. So, uh, again, I'm looking forward to seeing what the, all these cards look like. It's a big set. Um, I, I'm. I'll probably, I, I certainly won't be able to afford the physical release. Um, maybe when it comes to repacks, I'll, I'll dive in and start building it that way in the same way that I've done with Clear Ultra X-Men. Um, who knows? But it looks it looks awesome. You know, I'll go for a base set at the very least. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's some fantastic art. I mean, just, just for the artwork, you know, forget the gimmicky, you know, the, the interesting physical cards, you know, the actual original artwork on the base cards yeah, thank you very much that'll that'll do me i'll just quite happily sit and look at that for uh for an evening no uh, they they really look great they are just astonishing some of these images i'm just looking through now at some of them i mean the the wolverine that you mentioned on is actually on the pack mm -hmm. image and it looks astonishing Taskmaster. yeah and then i um, i'm looking at the so if you go to go gts dot oh, yes, dot net there's um you know they have the promotional materials plus yes. the downloaded checklists on the pdf yes. and excel versions and yes. one of the promo pictures that upper deck put out for this set shows the totem stack of what the totems do how they stack on top of each other oh so they're like the stacks cards okay yeah so they stack wow. it it's giving the image of an actual totem type of thing i'm yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm going to your chat now and i'll go ahead and Drop it in there so you can no, see. No, I'm, I'm, I'm almost on it. I'm almost on it. I'm just. Oh, you're just, almost on it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just drop it anyway. I'm already here. I just dropped it anyway. Um, but yeah, so you, you can actually see a picture of what that what the stacking looks like. So just to describe it to all the listeners out there, um, on the bottom of the card, there's a little cutout that each card has a specific type of cutout on the bottom, uh, making a specific shape. And those cards specifically connect with other cards, it looks like, from that image. Are you yeah, looking at yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a little video as well, which I'm not going to play now. But I think the video is uh, just like a slideshow thing. I don't know if yeah, they showed yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah, well, <laughs> you say that, but... Um, I might be wrong. They did put out a video for... Um, oh, yeah, I see what you mean. That's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll throw this up on the tasting notes. But by, like I said, by the time we put this out, it will, um, it will actually probably be in your hand. Uh, dear listener, wonderful. So yeah, listen, I, uh, I'm looking at the box, the, the image of the box, and I'll I'll probably try and buy at least one box just just 
to get the box because you know i like to like a lot of collectors um i like to where i can have you know a couple of wrappers that i keep and i'll keep the box which yeah flat which will carefully unfold and flatten down um and you'll keep that in your binder with with your set you know a lot of collectors do that i'm 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 no exception i'm so. totally i totally bought into that i really like that i did it for the 2018 yeah i really i really like that idea it's a really nice idea to have the box in the pack it's, it's yeah. a great keepsake i love that a lot i'll tell you yeah, what yeah. started me off on that it's the 20 uh, it's the 2007 marvel masterpieces oh really joe Jusco did the box art for that oh he did that's right it looks yeah. good too yeah yeah, yeah. Well, there's yeah, a couple that, of boxes on eBay that are signed by him. Someone was selling that. Oh. Actually, I saw a listing where they had the 92, the 0708, and then another box or the tin from 92, all signed by Jusco. Wow. So that was kind of a cool little eBay listing I saw there. That I don't know if it's still there, but I, I saw that recently. It was pretty yeah. cool. Well, I'm sure someone snapped it up by now. Um, yeah, I'm sure. By the side and uh, stroking it. <laughs> um good so flare marvel flare uh coming from upper deck i think it's third of july it drops uh, i believe so i don't actually so, know so that's actually as we record it's next week but as you listen to it it's in the past so we're time travelers folks we're time travelers um we are time travelers um but i i think it looks like a nice set um as i said tough one to, to complete but i think that's kind of par for the course um now so you've kind of got to choose your own adventure with that you know what are you going to go for what are you going to go after what are you uh, interested in yeah exactly i mean i'll start with the black cats and i'll i'll work out from there there's bound to be black cat sketch cards but um the, the well is dry in terms of finances at the moment so because i'm spending it all on marvel weekly um, <laughs> um so hey what are you going to do um buy more yeah. marvel weekly uh, it, <laughs> Yes, every <laughs> Monday, at five PM UK. I mean, that's a that's a really smart set to get into. I think it is. It is. I'm I'm enjoying it. I mean, the one thing I didn't say it was probably good 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 wrap up actually for the episode is um, I did straight away trade my spare Captain America negative for this because I because I hadn't previously pulled the first four week negative which was Spider Man or the second one which was Wolverine. Mm. so straight away i got a trade offer for the wolverine one that's so awesome now to have a clean run so far is the spider-man negative from the first four weeks i'm so excited to see those cards physically exactly and again yet i still haven't seen any physically i don't know anyone who's got them ah which reminds me talking uh, talking about flair as we were we're about to wrap up but i'm just going to drop this in so uh i mentioned our friend um uh alan uh wolverine alan yeah uh, alan's the best man he's, he's uh, awesome he, he's a dude he's a nice guy um mm -hmm. he posted which i thought was really interesting that he'd spotted on that checklist that i have in front of me that the cards are different thicknesses as in all different thicknesses so um the original um they're measured in uh point pt okay so the original flare cards from the 90s were That's thick right. for the time and they were 30 point cards okay but they they were they were if you remember at the time they were the thickest cards i think I've yeah yeah well they had they came in that really cool pack that opened up like a little yeah. look like a box it, it was wasn't like, a like card pack. yeah it was a playing card pack yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. um so um 
So the buybacks, which is the originals, are 30 point, but the base cards for this new 2019 set are 24 point. So they are, they are thinner than the originals from the 90s, okay? Then you've got all other inserts are the same as the base cards at 24 point, except for the stained glass, which is 60 point. So they're quite thick. And the pieces of flair, which are the um, comic um, corner covers, <laughs> patches, yeah. are 80 point. So that 80 point will be pretty much the same. In fact, I think just a fraction thinner than Marvel Masterpieces 2018 and Fleer Ultra X-Men. So good news for your binders. <laughs> yeah. The cards won't be as thick. Yeah. I find it interesting. Um, so on the surface, it, it looks like a um, a slightly slimmer set than Fleer Ultra X-Men, but I, I have a feeling that the set will expand when it goes to repacks. Um, That's interesting. I was just I was just looking for the post. Yeah. Oh man. So who, who knows how thick the Marvel Weeklies will be? That's the thing. I wonder if the comic patch, the comic corner patch right. cards, yeah. are the same size as the premiere comic corner patches uh, quite likely i would i would have thought i would uh, imagine yeah well you you would assume the same production line same wow. printing uh, facility also they're doing like 10 cards in those tier sets instead of a solid nine i wonder why they keep doing 10 well i was i was thinking it was a relatively recent thing but in my um experiences that i documented on a previous episode with uh fleer ultra x-men in the 90s I actually think they got it from there because some of the subsets in Fleer Ultra X-Men in the 90s had 10, 10 cards in. And I'm actually, um, I have here that I'm holding up to you, but the people at home can't see it, my Flare oh, wow. Binder, uh, which is pretty beaten up, actually. Um, I got it as a placeholder one, but it's it's loved. I mean, look at the spine. That's a um, nice one. Things travel. But it's the 95 Flare Annual Binder. And I've got I've got the complete 95 base set. I'm just kind of nibbling away. The Flare 95 set isn't actually that massive. Once you get past the 150 card uh, base, you've mm. got six chromiums, you've got 12 power blasts. Mm. So when you add these together, it's 12 plus six. So you're at two nine card pages. Then you've got hollow blast to 12. And then you've got three duo blast. So um, mm. actually, sorry, apologies. Um, <laughs> I'm reading this completely wrong. Power Blast is actually 24. It's just it's just got two columns here, so I didn't I read down one column and not the other. Uh, Power Blast is 24. Then Chromium is 12. Hollow Blast is 12, and then Duo Blast is three. So that's the 95 flare set. Um, yeah. So that's that's those are the days when the when all those cards would fit on two sides of a one card checklist. Love that. Which you can't do anymore, which is probably why there isn't a checklist card. I've but, tried um, to do those. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. For those to to get through the 2018 set, but mm -hmm. one thing, the one thing that has just fallen out, which I'm going to hold up for you, is the flattened original packets. That's okay. awesome. Little cardboard boxes. I love the design of those. I feel like they're yeah. so solid. It's really, and that you know, they really went out of their way to produce a. a I kind of feel like they went out of their way to produce a physically 
just a difference. Just a difference. It did really is. When I remember when Flair came out, when yeah, when I saw Flair for the first time when I was a kid, man, it was special. It looked like a premium product. Yeah. Just because, just on packaging alone, even the graphics on the cards, even the design felt very premium. But the package, that was very premium just by a glance. The other really interesting thing, and I don't think, I think some of the, I think there's about three or four 90 sets that did this. This binder I've used, I've used new Ultra Pro, Ultra Pro Platinum pages mm-hmm. when I've sleeved this set. Okay, because it came in old, old, came in some, I can't remember what sleeves they were, but they weren't, um, they weren't ultra pro and they, they stopped some of them, some of the older ones go cloudy after a while. Yeah. Um, so I swapped it out and I put them in new, um, new um, ultra pro platinum. Um, I am drinking during this podcast, by the way. Because <laughs> um, it's Friday night. So, um, but these binders came with branded pages. I don't know if you know this. I don't. So I have here. Yeah. So, and I, I ha- I've kept them, but I'm not using them because they have actually clouded over time. Hmm. So well, you have here a 95 flare annual. Just about see it because it's, it's a see-through thing. If I put my hand behind it. Oh, know. I so think I can. A logo just there. Wow. Um, and it's just on the spine where the um, where the pockets go in. And and listen, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I don't want to store the set in this now because you can feel it's wrinkling over time and it's yeah. kind of clouding a bit so that, yeah, the plastic is doing what it, well, whatever it does. So viewers, uh, so listeners know there's something I do with my Ultra Pro Premium, this, the, the nine pages, the the, the, the the holders that you're talking about. Yes. I, what I actually started doing was, and this works out really well because I don't like the cloudy stuff either. That stuff drives me crazy. Um, yeah. And I also don't like how the plastic gets scratched as you flip through the pages either. Like, I feel like there's like scratching that happens. Um, So people who are like me who need them clear all the time and you're obsessed like I am. (laughs) What I actually did was I bought a packet of tracing paper. Ah. Uh Uh-huh. And I got the tracing paper, punched three holes in it, you know, with a a hole puncher or whatever, you know, eight by 10, cut them down. Yep. placed them in between all my pages nice and it's this really nice looking stack of just how all these all the plastics not sitting on each other anymore they're not scratching mm-hmm. they seem to be working really well i don't know it keeps it keeps everything still clear archival separation archival separation the cheap way i, I don't know if that's actually a term but it is now so that's done we're coined call. right that here guys on this podcast Good coin all right thank you for listening everybody i am literally gonna pour myself another glass very happy (laughs) looking good brother friday evening i'm gonna go downstairs i'm going to um settle down and watch an episode of preacher which i'm i didn't know you were watching preacher that's good yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. i loved the comics and i'm almost at the end of series one I like Preacher. I always liked Preacher. Come late to it. Yeah, yeah, come late to it. I just finished Chernobyl, which was tough. Oh, oh, that was good. It's fantastic. I mean, it's an that amazing show. Tough watch. Yeah. Tough watch, but the show to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is the new segment we, we like to do now on the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. We've moved over. What we're watching on TV. <laughs> 
Oh, oh man. All right, all right Thank guys. Thanks so much for listening again. Thanks for your support. Um, we have a Facebook page, which I'm sure you'll all know about now, but for those not on Facebook, you can actually go to this page and look at it and you get stuff from it. Uh, which is absolutely wonderful and you don't have to be a Facebook member to actually sort of see what's there um, it is um, Facebook uh, it is uh, <laughs> I've lost it where is it here we go um, it is uh, facebook.com forward slash MCC pod um, as always you can find us on the two groups on Facebook you can find us on Instagram all of the gorgeous stuff that you'll hear at the end of the episode or on iTunes please leave us reviews and ratings that'd be lovely um, other podcast platforms are available. Ooh. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful mm-hmm. stuff. Lots more to come, folks. Thanks very much for your support. Thanks for your enthusiasm. Thank you to all of the creators that are getting involved and helping us out. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Until next time. Enjoy collecting. Gorgeous. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. You can subscribe via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. Leave us a message via that link with questions, comments, or just to say hi, and we may even play on the show. We'll also be on iTunes and most other main podcast platforms soon. On Facebook, you can find Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide by searching MCCW, and Marvel Masterpieces Collectors by searching MMC. On Instagram, find us at MMCollectors and at SketchCardHive. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time, and remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel, and enjoy collecting. Happy collecting. Oh. <laughs> it's enjoy collecting. I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do this. I'm editing this out. I'm too embarrassed. No, I'm too embarrassed. That's quite all right. Okay. So Enjoy we'll, collecting. No, I'm still I'm talking over you. Oh, okay, I'm let's do it one more time. All right. Third time's a charm. Enjoy collecting. Oh, oh, I'm never gonna there remember go. that fucking thing. I'm no, putting it on my computer. Right. I'm getting it posted. I'm getting it posted in front of you and I'm putting it on my computer because yeah. I'm tired <laughs> of embarrassing myself. Where's my post-its?